1: Disgusting! Disgusting! Happy Monday to you.
3: Happy Monday,
1: dude. Good morning, mom. She's up early today. Good morning, Miss Brooks. How are you? (laughs) Now, Miss Brooks, you're gonna get you're gonna get the old school silio today. (laughs) So, I'm gonna take you back on what made Big Sills one of them radio guys back in the day. Because I'm gonna show you something here, man. Okay, it's kind of like a junior rant here, Barrett. Okay, okay, I'm I'm good. Let's roll, let's roll. Deshaun Watson, man, (laughs) he took the bag of money. Cleveland? Dude, if you'll play in Cleveland, you'll play anywhere. You'll play anywhere. They gave him an $80 million raise. Guaranteed, guaranteed. They gave him 50 million bucks. This was never about packages of draft choices. None of that. Howie Roseman failed. Yeah, He failed because you know why? You you see that that letter that uh, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, put out? Because of all those things. Oh, yeah, we did due diligence. We do this. We did all the... We're researching the guy, bro, okay? That's all PR stuff. Howie did not want to go through the PR malaise of having to explain himself why he signed a guy with that kind of character. This goes back to Jefferson. This goes back to Rager. I don't want Jefferson because, you know, there's a question mark when it comes to his character. Good pick, dude, okay? You got a bum and the Vikings got a star. This guy did not push all of his chips in. And the biggest fear you and I had, you know why you and I look like we're wrong here on a Monday? You know why? Because common sense would say, bro, you drafted a guy five years ago, the number one pick, and you were looking to upgrade the position like every common sense guy would be thinking, except for the Eagles. The Eagles would rather build through guys in the draft who you have no idea if those guys are going to pan out. He shit the bed. Plain and simple, Howie Roseman shit the bed. Now, Barrett, the thing you said last week, I asked you, and I'm paraphrasing it, you know, he did all these fabulous things, cap, draft picks, all these things, trading wands, all those great things. Now it comes down to executing those chips. I got a problem with him, and I question his direction, and I question if he knows, as a talent evaluator, what's best for that team. They are going to be stuck. Here, watch this. Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback, but he's not a franchise guy. Never will be. I put up Teddy Bridgewater's numbers. You'll be lucky if that guy hits that. Dude, dude, this is an absolute failure. And then, hey, Barrett, the shitty fan base—or wait, half the shitty fan base—and these snowflakes. Well, I'm so glad he's not. Why are you glad he's not?
3: Right. No, 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 no. You can't say that. You got to be all in. You got to be all in. And and you're you're that the basis of why you ran it right now is because we thought that we were going to upgrade the position. That would be the only way I would go forward with this decision and not get him. Now, when you say Howie didn't go all in, he didn't. I mean, the Eagles could have gave him that same package, the same money, and he took and ran with the money. They offered him three first-round picks. We could have gave him three first-round picks this year and the money. But no, it was a cash grab. It was a bad grab. He left and got the money. I can't be mad at him. I can't be mad at Watson.
1: No, but 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 see, look at Barrett. Not allowed to bid Eagles? Bro, you're telling me that he would play in Cleveland, Ohio, and not Philly? He said no. No, he didn't. If Howie came up with $250 million guaranteed, he'd be in Philadelphia. Don't give me that shit. That's not the case, dude. Right, that's, right, right. He didn't say no. Barrett, he didn't say no to anybody that's going to put a quarter of a billion dollars in guaranteed money on the table. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. Sorry, Aunt Betty. If you if I you put that, that if you put if that if you, that, if you, you give him a quarter, I'm just saying. If that the, is same not the truth. If
3: the, the Eagles would have given the same deal, do you think that they would have allowed him to trade to the, to to Cleveland? Because they'd have had their three first round picks this year. If we'd have offered the same contract, Correct. it'd have been much more appetizing to go to Philly than to go to Cleveland. Period. Point blank. He, he didn't want to more. get in
1: that deal, Barrett, where he was tied to that dome. Watch this. He wants $250 million, $230 million, and the threes? It was too rich for the Eagles.
3: Well, that's what it is. da. It and was too rich on, for them. And from this point on, the Browns will probably compete this year, but after it, they won't be able to compete because they're going to be too cash strapped. Even with the cap going up, they'll be too cash strapped to go anywhere. All his, all this all his salary is getting, you know, applied to the, uh, to to the salary cap. Like right now, they know he's gonna get, uh, su- he's gonna get, um, suspended. We know this. He's gonna get suspended. To keep from losing money, they gave him the signing bonus for what he's gonna make this year, minus one million dollars. So if he does go forward, he already got a signing bonus. He'll just be fined for one million dollars from the NFL because they put the front load. In his uh, in a sign bonus, Very they
1: good. wanted him, they, they went, went him. all out to get him. They, they wanted, wanted him. him, they wanted him. The Eagles kind of wanted him, right? <laughs> and guess what? Now you're stuck in the land of eight and nine, nine and eight. Congratulations to I you! Don't know. I don't know. Guess what? Now we get to build the team through the draft, and we get corners and honey badger. Hey, by the way, Richard Woods is traded to the freaking Titans. Ryan Tannehill, okay, is his new quarterback, the wide receiver, the number two from the Rams. Where were the Eagles? They need a number two. Oh, no, you know, that's a little too rich for us, too. What is this guy doing, man? Is he sitting in there counting Jeffrey Lurie's money? I mean, so what how, is he doing? So,
3: I mean, to you, how would you say he could rectify the situation? The only way he could rectify the situation is offseason. Is to bring me somebody in beside, I mean, we got Hassan Reddick. Is that the extent of what it is? We re-signed Harris and then we re-signed uh, Fletcher Cox for 14 million. Now, what is that? <laughs> well, I mean you know, I'ma say this. The Fletcher Cox thing, that's like the going rate for, for for defensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? That's the going rate. But he said he wasn't gonna do that anymore. He said he wasn't gonna, he let a couple guys stay around too much, you know. Too I was long. wrong on that.
1: You know, I was wrong. I didn't think he'd re-sign a one-year deal of 14 million, drop it down for I was wrong on that when I'm um, you know, I gotta that's, get that's it. That's the going to- rate. I mean,
3: you look what? at it, put it in perspective. Um, Derek uh, uh what's what's Derek uh, Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett played for 1.5 last year, and he's a lot better than than uh, Fletcher's a lot better than Derek Barnett. So 14, I wasn't really tripping off that. But he did say that he had guys around too long, just because they tugged on his heartstrings a little too much. Is that what Fletch is? Because if Fletch doesn't have the mindset, he's gonna come out and be the best version of him he can be. Then it's all for naught, anyways. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But but going on what you were saying, the Eagles could have gave him the same deal and three first rounders this year, and it'd been a done
1: deal. A done down to the money. I don't know. came down to the bag of money that's why everyone was that's why 99 99 didn't Cleveland a couple days ago say we're out yep and then you know what Haslam did he went nah after watching Be- Baker Mayfield have these nuclear meltdowns publicly he went like this I gotta get out of here with this guy <laughs> offer him a contract they knew where to go. Yep. They went they, get this Barrett. This guy didn't play a lick of football last year. He was active. They gave him an 80 million dollar raise. He was accused of 22 sexual assault cases. And he got a bigger deal than he did 2 years ago. Oh, hey, the Browns wanted him. He what what are you basing that you gave him this raise on? Oh, oh yeah. you know you know the game he played two years ago bro the browns wanted him I, wanted him plain and simple everybody was wrong everybody 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 because you know why the money spoke Howie had Howie, and everybody thought barrett that this was going to come down to draft choices with houston this Old came down to money and that's when he dropped his no trade clause oh you gonna give me that oh for sure for Who sure. wouldn't? Barrett, right. Here, watch this, Barrett. I'm going to do something that you hate. Dallas Cowboys offer you $25 million to be our starting left guard for the next four years. You're really going to turn $25 guaranteed million dollars down?
3: Oh, no. Oh, no. You give me you you can give me some 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 Cracker Jacks and a bucket of Hot Rocks and I'm going to take that deal. You know what I'm saying? Guaranteed? But they would Come have on, see they have to they had to overpay, didn't they? Oh, they had to. To get him. Yep. Cuz he wasn't going there. And people aren't realizing that they they pushed past the no trade clause, and that's the biggest thing right there.
1: Yeah, well, you know how you do that? Here's money. Okay. <laughs> they bought, the Cleveland Browns bought the trade clause. I can't be mad. They bought it. I can't be mad. They actually put money up and said, I know you have that no trade clause. How much is it going to take for you to come to Cleveland? Well, here's a blank check. They write in the number. We dropped the the trade clause. Bingo. Good night. See you later. I'm now with Cleveland Brown. Yep. (laughs) Dude, here's something else I got to ask you, too. Bro, you're going to have to educate me on something. What's that? You're half your fan base are really, like, weird. I mean, they're really weird. Hey, man, I don't want a guy like that. Dude, he's, what are you talking about? We're not asking you to vote for father of the year here. <laughs> I mean, why do you care what a guy looks like or what a guy says? Who gives a shit about that stuff? I mean. If you want to win. you He's a quarterback on the Eagles. You know, I want a high-character guy. High-character guy. Holy shit, I want a guy that wins ball games. He That's cleared it. the legalities of the issue in a courtroom. After that, I don't give a shit about the particulars. It doesn't Man, matter after okay, that. And half the fan base is going, Well, this is why you're a scumbag, Silio. I'm like, No, because <laughs> I don't care about things in the world that don't pertain to my household or my country. I don't give a shit about things everywhere else. If it doesn't pertain to me, okay, in my world, the only world I have, Barrett, that I can control is my house, my world. Hey, did you see what's going on in France? I don't give a shit what's going <laughs> on in France. My team needed a quarterback. And you know what they went with? Well, we're going to build through the draft. Holy shit, Howie. Oh, no. You they're lucky and – Howie – you were a one-year wonder at
3: 17. Well, oh, no, 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 Joe. I mean, uh, uh, Dan, when you look at this, it's, it's, that's not – the rumor is – the rumor going around in Philly right now is they're going down south. They may be entertaining going to the Falcons and making
1: a trade with a look local at, guy. By the way, wait, the <laughs> oh, oh, wait, oh, wait, right. wait. So look at what Atlanta did to Matt Ryan, a former MVP – They they suspended, or they wanted an extra four days on that $7.5 million that was owed to him on Friday. So you know what they did to him? They went to him and said, hey, listen, you know, Arthur Blank wants to have four more days. You think you could be a decent guy? Sure, no problem. They don't get him. They shit all over Matt Ryan. Now they're groveling back to Matt Ryan. Hey, Matt, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And you're like this. Hey, guess what? You want to know what the NFL is all about right there. Right there is what the NFL is all about. Hey, will you do us a favor? But then when a player goes to that guy and goes to the, goes to the, goes to the team and goes, Hey, I'm going to play injured. Don't count this against me with the eye in the sky when it comes to my contract. Hey, no worries. You're playing. Right, it's right. good. You're cut the next week. <laughs> Give me a break, guys. Okay, and, the NFL will shit on a player ninety nine point well, five percent of the time. Well, see,
3: Dan, that's that's a perspective. That's a perspective that people don't know about. That's a perspective about you know this this contract that that people outside of locker rooms don't really understand. I mean, of course, you know you got a small amount of time to maximize your money making potential, and at this point. Cleveland was unbiased. They wanted to get the deal done and they would have finished They're finishers. They finished the deal. They have their quarterback there. They didn't care anything about Baker Mayfield's feelings or
1: anything else. Hey, 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 uh, Xander, I need a favor. Go to the Cleveland Browns. Um, go to the Cleveland Browns Twitter and put up. The letter that Jimmy Haslam, I wish we could put music to this, like love music. And I would like to read it for all of you. Um, it's it, it's a letter that he put out. And I read it. I almost started crying. I was like, well, you, you, you. wow, man. I mean, it made me, it, it really, it, it tugged at my heart because it made me know that all, some of you snowflakes out there, I got to tell you, man, I am so disappointed in half the Philadelphia fan base. Make that bitch bigger so I can read that. Give me – let me give me my old man glasses on on this thing here. <laughs> here. We spent – come on, Jenner get that bitch up there, man. We spent so many months and y- years – we spent a tremendous amount of time exploring and investigating the opportunity to trade for Deshaun Watson. The first line's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> we are we are acutely aware and empathetic to the highly personal sentiments expressed about this decision. Oh my God! This is this is exactly what Howie didn't want to do. Our team's comprehensive evaluation process. Was of the utmost importance due to the sensitivity nature of the situation and the complex factors involved. We also understand there are still some legal proceedings and they still gave him $230 million. What are going on with all respect to due process? Okay, they think he's innocent. It was pivotal. But look at that this We, line. along with Andrew Barry, and Who, Kevin oh, oh, hold on, stop right
3: there for a second. Andrew Barry former front office guy with the Eagles two years ago. He just left the Eagles and went there as the GM. Sorry. Kevin
1: Stefanski met with Deshaun to have a straightforward dialogue. Yeah. You think it started with rape allegations or do you think it started with, hey, we're going to give you $80 million raise. Then you got into (laughs) the other bullshit. You got into the weeds here discuss our priorities, and hear directly from him on how he wants to approach his career on and off the field. This is such bullshit. He was humble. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be humble if somebody put $230 million of Hey, (laughs) this is so absurd. Sincere and candid in our conversations. Man, I would F a snake if you gave me $230 million. (laughs) Sean detailed his commitment (laughs) to leading our team he understands and embraces and embraces the hard work needed to build his name both in the community and on the field those in-depth conversations the extensive evaluation process his dedication to being a great teammate (laughs) and devotion to helping others within the nfl within the community and though his Charitable incentives provided the foundation for us to pursue Deshaun. Oh, he's giving. We are confident in Deshaun and excited about moving forward with him as our quarterback and supporting his genuine and determined efforts. Jimmy Haslam, owner of the Eagles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's not one thing in there I believe.
3: Well, like I said – uh, Andrew Barry was a former executive with the Eagles. He uh, he just recently went there like two years ago, I think. They He made the transition went to be their uh, GM. You think he didn't learn a couple things from Howie? I think the student has now overhopped or overjumped or overplayed the Eagles' hand and and, and, and basically just put things in true perspective. If you want something, you'll go get it, period. If you want it, you can go get it. And he's they, the they stepped up so to the plate.
1: Bullshit. He's a bullshit artist. How he's <laughs> a bullshit artist. He is the professional bullshit artist. I am man, you know, I, I there's, no what,
3: way, they, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way that Deshaun shouldn't be on this roster, considering the fact of everything that was involved with the whole situation, you know, as far as draft picks, as far as money, and everything else. The cap value was there. They could have made the deal happen. But
1: he makes me now think this Barrett. The Eagles were not well. what well, there's there's this re, there's a report that there were some other teams. You know what the other teams were? They weren't thinking about giving him a raise. The Browns were the only They're, team.
3: Exactly. That's it right there. Them a raise. Yes. You know, and that's what made the the trade That's loss what separated well. them. Yep. They what? they they, they were giving a raise because I mean that's the going rate. In fact, now with all the money that's been given up now to these quarterbacks with Rodgers and all them. That, that was the main concern with, with, with Watson leaving. He wanted another deal. So, I mean, instead of him saying that, he's like, well, you know, we'll go through this process, and whoever jumps up with the money, we're going to go there. I can't be mad, man. I mean, it's... No, 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 because you were right.
1: The, the Eagles are wrong. The right, Eagles right. are wrong. Watch this. Let me throw it. Hey, uh, we, we put a poll out. It would be 55% if you said this, are you glad or are you sad Deshaun Watson is not an eagle? Here what? what here, here, are the percentages. Watch this. Hold on, I'm
3: going to tell you my position first. Okay. I'm pissed off he's not an eagle right now. Me too. So I would have been on the other side, just so you know. Sorry, right, you can go ahead now. All right. I say it
1: would be. I would 55, say 80-20. 55-45. That they're glad he's not an eagle.
3: No, I would go, I would go, I would go 2080 that they're glad he's not an eagle. The 20% being that they're glad. The 80% pissed off that he's not an eagle. That should be it right there, 80-20. Because if you want your team to be great, that's the only way you gotta do, it. you gotta jump up and make them great. But Dan, Jalen's
1: got so much upside. Shut up. <laughs> upside. Don't talk to us two like that. Upside. <laughs> You got the wrong guys. You can talk to some stiff that's a guy with a notepad and a pen in his hand who never played or never played professional sports in his life and is a witness. I'll talk to people like us like that. Yeah, you know, he's got this tremendous upside and he's a great dude. Okay, and what do you want me? Thank you for not robbing a bank again? Wow, man. your, your, Your general manager... Has no balls.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I mean hey, hey, hey. What, what you want me to say, man? I mean, at no, this no, point, I can't, you know I can't right. say anything. You know what I'm I can't I'm right. say anything. I, 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 if you look at what Deshaun brought to the table, he brought instant credibility to a team that was going to be average going into the season. He brought that. And with him not being here, is 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 virtue slapping the in the in the fans face for them not going out and doing as much as they could to get them there. So, I mean, well, hey, hey, Bear, that's something for you here.
1: Um, yeah, let's see. I'm trying to find a free agent that hasn't been signed yet. See, JC Jackson has been. Mark, uh, let's see here. Mike Williams is be been re-signed Allen Robinson is a Ram. How, how they have no draft picks, but he's a Ram. Not well, what they have two. Stafford they got, two. got an extension too. Yes, they ever got a, they got two draft picks this year. I mean, I think that's I think they only have two draft picks this year. Oh. Two out what? of the whole. Howie's got seventy, and the Rams have two. But do you, but do you care when you just won a Super Bowl? No. Hell no, <laughs> you don't. You don't care. You just won a Super Bowl, and you let I, Von Miller lie out of the building to sign a six-year contract with the Bills. Go ahead, dude. Now we're good.
3: No, there's no way they care about any of that. They could care less about a draft pick. Draft picks are just—they're just like playing the lottery. So they don't care about a draft. What they have is concrete Super Bowls sitting in their front office right now. That's I what know they exactly
1: have. Exactly what Howie's doing now. You ready? He's going to make a deal for Baker Mayfield. No, no.
3: <laughs> no, I think he, I did this, is what I think he is. I, I think he's going to try to wag the dog and go out and get somebody like somebody he should have gotten, like a DK Metcalf. I think that's going to be what he's going to try to do to save face. Go get DJ, DK Metcalf, and he'll be, he'll be the guy that comes in and and, and resurrects this team's, um, you know, how they look at this, this, uh, this offseason. Cause right now, his offseason, I'll give him a B minus C plus. He re-signed Harris. I don't think he's going to sign back McLeod. He cut Fletch, brought him back in a lower deal. That's um, a good deal. $4 million. Yeah, I mean, he took $4 million off his cap hit. That I mean, that's doing it. You know, I know. Right?
1: No, I, it is. It, it, you know what? Watch this. One thing I always do, so everyone knows, guy does something solid. I have to always, even if I'm pissed right now, I always – have, and that was a great. That's a great deal. One year contract, fourteen million. It's yep. almost like this a production contract. That's if exactly he produces, what it is. Yeah, if he you produces, they'll add more years to that deal.
3: Yep. I mean, that's you know who's been doing that for the last couple years, Kelsey. Yeah, Jason Kelsey, the Star Center's been doing that for the last couple years. All right, if you still want to play, we'll bring you back. You know, what I'm saying he's been nickel and diming them. You know, well his nickel and diamonds are really like five million, ten million dollar nickel and dimes. But that's what he's been doing bunch of those type of deals. And I can't be mad at that. If you prove that you deserve to be here, then do it. But right now, Fletch, I I was watching film. I went back and watched film again, just so I could be right about the situation. And I don't just talk and and, and have what's coming out of my mouth be a farce. He is not living up to what the Fletcher cops I've seen. Javon Hargraves garnered all double teams and triple teams this year. There were several opportunities For Fletch, and I I never thought I'd see it, but I saw Fletch get blocked a lot one-on-one last year. I never saw that before. You could never block Fletch one-on-one. They blocked Fletch one-on-one. And I'm not even talking about top-tier offensive linemen. I'm talking about just dudes blocked him one-on-one. You could have never blocked Fletch one-on-one three years ago, four years ago. I mean, you did that, he would eat you alive. But teams don't have the game plan Fletcher Cox anymore. Now they're game planning Hargraves. They're starting to game plan. They started game planning Brandon Graham a little bit, but this, I mean, if he if he gets pissed off and goes out there and trains, trains like a guy like um, Aaron Donald, it gets in the most optimum shape he can be in. He can still be that guy, but he's got to want it. He's got to want it. He's got to want to be great.
1: Double O Seven. You're right. I, I apologize. What I do. You were right. You're right. I was wrong on that. But I'll tell you what I'm not wrong on. All the things you just said, once again, brilliant. I sit here on a Monday going like this. Oh, look at my captain. going to talk about look. edge rushers now and cornerbacks and guys in the draft. Let me tell you what NFL guys like like Barrett look at. <laughs> yeah, What's this? Okay. um Kenny Pickett. Who? (laughs) Every one of these guys, these 32 guys, Barrett would call them meat. Okay? And we're going to be talking about meat now for the next couple months here when we had something that could have changed the game. They they were – I'm really – I'm stunned on the – two things I'm stunned on with Philadelphia today. The chicken shit front office and – Half the fan base moaning. Hey, great! We didn't get him. Wonderful, and I'm, I'm sure you're getting in your DMs and all that shit too. People. Oh, see, I, really, I was it. just about
3: to tell you about that, man. This guy, man, this guy really put on my um in my in my DM, man. He really put up. Um, and it wasn't like he typed it up. It's his
1: voice? His <laughs> voice. That's cr- now. Wait a minute that's creepy when somebody sends their voice and it's not a chick bro see that's I, creepy
3: let me see let me see let me see hold on a sec let me let me get this let me get this straight
1: <laughs> let me guess he wanted to fight you <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> I can only hope <laughs> bro <laughs> hey can you do hey can you do me a favor I'd love to see that man the amount of blood that would be involved in this thing here can I watch? Right. <laughs> Can I get popcorn and beer? I'll get a couple of coronas. Me and Xander will sit back and watch you beat the living tar out of this guy. I
2: all would right. love.
1: Hey, wouldn't that be great? You just throw all these guys in a ring and you just beat the tar out of these guys. You see, that's what Twitter does. You know what Twitter is now? Twitter allows all the outhouse uh scumbags that used to ride on the toilet. Jimmy was here burying <laughs> the scumbag, and now what they get is they get an egg. With no face on it, and they shit on you, and you're like, good dude, really? I look at those people. You know what they are? Those are the guys that are in our business, Barrett. They're not really the fans. Right, right, right. It's podcaster dot nobody that's, like, <laughs> doing that or somebody saying something to us because they want to – nobody got this thing right. Zero. Nobody. Nobody.
3: No, you couldn't get this right, man. I mean – I did not think that a new contract negotiation would be the reason why. Who said? Whoever brought
1: up new contract?
3: Nobody did. I, I, I know I wasn't thinking it because he had I to be either.
1: I wasn't thinking it either. I was thinking more about the trip, but then I should have been because you know what? The bag of money always tells the truth. Oh, you just
3: follow the money. You just follow the money. Now, um, I I, I blocked dude, but now I got to see if I can unblock him. I don't know how to do this. You,
1: check it out. Uh, you know what? <laughs> hey Barrett, this. Did he want to fight you?
3: No, he was just real disrespectful. Like, uh, I,
1: I can't even go to sleep. I can't even go to sleep,
3: you
4: dumbass. Wait, Wait a minute.
1: Wait yes, a minute. Yes, dog. He was disrespectful to you, and you wanted to kick his ass? I did, man. I, no, what do you mean I that I wanted to? I, I want to. I, no, Mike I want to. I want hey, to. Have I- you ever read my Twitter timeline? No. Uh-uh. My daughter uh-uh. laughs at it. She'll go, hey, you want a couple kicks? you want you girls want to laugh my, my, my daughter at college goes like this look at my dad's timeline Silio, you're a scumbag Silio, <laughs> you have a daughter in your life I'm stunned. she's probably the worst my dad my daughter will go thanks dad and so like you know <laughs> I, I mean and you just listen to these people and you're like bro if you were in front of me I would right. I would ink spot you. I mean, and
3: it's a little dude, too. And he's like, um, I couldn't even go to class today because I was thinking that you knew what the hell you were talking about. I'm like, dude. And it's his he voice. Did. His voice. His voice. He literally, he literally left his voice. I was hot as fish grease, man. I, I, I just wanted to reach out and touch him, man.
1: That's No, no, all. No, no, no. I'm going to hook you Dude, I'll tell you how. Me, I'm going to say something you're probably going to. You, you may. You, I want you to do me a favor here. I'm going to use Donald Trump as an example. Trump taught me Twitter. I'm going to tell you how. Whatever you say, don't respond to jackasses because it pisses them off more. (laughs) Trump aggravated people so much that you have the Ayatollah still on and Putin is still on Twitter. But Trump was such an asshole that he got banned for being an asshole. He didn't get banned for anything else. Trump got banned for being an asshole. You got the Ayatollah and you got Putin still on Twitter. These people are murderers. And guess what? Trump's off because he's an asshole. I said, How did he do that? And it was because he never responded to the idiots that were on there. So my response to I, I respond to some people just because I kind of like, you know me, man. I'm a I'm a trash can fire starter. I well, love yeah, doing but- that. I like being a good
3: guy, man. But this guy, he wanted, he wanted to push me over the edge. You see,
1: there's a problem with that there, too. <laughs> you're working on being a better guy right. because <laughs> you weren't that guy 15 years ago. You're working. You know what my wife says to me all the time? She goes like this. Man, I must really kill you to go to work all the time and be somebody you're not. And I go, what the hell does that mean? She's like, all those people that are just weak, that you guys were in those locker rooms like that, doesn't it bug you? I go... Uh, you know, I. she's like, God, I would hate that. It had to be somebody I'm not. Oh, she's, st- <laughs> And I'm going like this, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, man. She's like, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, because you know you can't talk to people the way you talk to people in the locker room. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I've been suspended or fired a few times because I got locker room dialogue sometimes. <laughs> We're sitting around here. So what edge rusher? Oh, wait, they're all gone. Right. I mean, how about Melvin Gordon or LeGarrette Blunt? I mean, I, I'm not LeGarrette Blunt, but um, Leonard Fournette. That isn't how we bring those guys in. Right. Could well, he I help think... the team? Could those, one of those guys help the Eagles? Oh, no question about that. This guy well, wants I... to be – hey, I'm going to tell you why he passed on. I got I got an idea, and you tell me why. Okay? You tell me if you agree or disagree on why he passed on to Sean. Okay. Hang, hang on your thought. Barrett Brooks, Dan Silio, the middle, back in three.
5: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind.
6: disappears.
4: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker, Mike Little.
0: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say... We got this. Call
4: 215-458-2222.
1: Brooks Silio. Jonathan Taylor's pissed off that uh, Carson Wentz is no longer the starting quarterback in Indianapolis.
3: (laughs) Why is that? He didn't have a quarterback right now. That's
1: why. (laughs) He's disappointed. He goes like this. And that's the first guy I've ever heard stand up for him, both in Philly and Indy. Did anybody stand up for him when he left?
3: No, not really, no.
1: Uh -uh. Right. Star of the Colts stepped up for him. Disappointed that he's no longer our quarterback. There was another guy too. I think Darius Leonard stepped up and said too. Disappointed said that he's not there.
3: Well, you you don't do it afterwards. You should have done it while they were talking about it. I mean, I think managers would have listened if they'd have said, All right, we want him.
1: Touche. <laughs> you
3: know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they voiced hey, their opinion I mean, hey, before. Right.
1: I needed your help a couple hours ago, bro. Right, right. Nice after the fact, okay? She's pregnant, you know. I mean, right. hey, you know. It's
3: and that's after that's, the fact, man. And then hey, he went, he, you know, he really went there and said gone, the same but, thing, man. Yeah, no, man, you're right. And he after went to the, the fact, commanders. He went to the commanders. and Said the same exact thing. He said, I'm going to uh, Indianapolis." So Jesus Christ! If you, you think, me, if you think man, it's going to be different, then you know you'll see.
1: Hey, I'll tell you what. Somebody over here, I forget some. Some douche said something about what are you going to get wrong here now? Let's see here. Um, no, you're right. I'm totally wrong on how an organization should act. You're right. Totally wrong. You got you. You got me. Because that's not how an organization acts. Okay. okay see, uh... look, look, look at Xander. Xander thinks I'm letting cupcakes like these tool bags get into my head. Are you kidding me? Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm <laughs> Teflon. I'm like John Gotti now.
3: I just know I, I I just know that the Eagles lost out on the opportunity to, to really um really advance the um franchise going forward, you know, and almost speeding up the process of them being competitive, not just in the division, but in the NFC. And and that's, you know, that's that's what that's what Uh, watson would have done now their plans could be could be all right we're gonna stick with with you know hurts going forward and i can't be mad at that you know if that's what they wanted to do but i know for a fact that they were in the sweepstakes for watson i know that they what they had to offer watson was way more as far as from a from a draft pick perspective and um you know i I really
1: i think I think that's where everyone was coming from, too, what exactly. you were saying.
3: Exactly. The no trade clause had a lot more power than I than I really thought it did. You know, I I, I really thought that the organization had a little more power than it did. But it turns out that the player, and this is going to be tough for these quarterbacks going forward. You know, I mean, uh, it's going to be easy for these quarterbacks going forward to make these type of decisions. You know, dictate where they want to go and, and how they want to go. Both Russell Wilson um, got out of there because he, he he dictated the terms. He he said, I wanted to get out of there. Um, you look what happened with, with, with the Packers. They're making decisions, and they're moving when they want to move. Uh, Wentz got out of Philly because he wanted to get out of Philly. I didn't think that these players had that much power because it, it wasn't like that when I was in the league. You just sat back, you signed a contract, you worked through that contract. These days, they don't even have to work through their contracts. This is becoming almost like a, um, it, it's almost just like a you know a, a a company takeover now. You can basically do what you want to, and the organization has to abide by what you're saying.
1: The biggest ego on the Eagles is the GM. Oh, there's no question about that. He'll let you know that too. Yo, oh, and by the way, that's my reasoning. I'm gonna show you yeah, why. You
4: know
1: Here we are, draft day. I'm, I'm gonna give you like. Because you can't really hear. Here, here, here's the war room of the Eagles. And I'm Howie. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Send a pickin'. He wants to be a freaking TV star. This guy likes the spotlight, binoculars, the whole gimmick. Well, I mean This guy belongs to WWE, dude.
3: Well, I'm tell you what, I mean, because he had some success in this last draft, I can't see it getting any better. And I think he's gonna it's only gonna allow him to to be more of what he wants to be anyways, because you know, you look at the first two picks these guys they had. Smith worked out for him. Landon Dickerson definitely worked out for him. Um, you look at, uh, you look at, uh, Milton Williams and that was the argument pick right there that they had inside the war room. That was the argument pick, Milton Williams and Milton Williams ended up working out for him. He he played actually pretty good. So those were those were the, uh, first three picks. So now it looks like he's got a little juice going into this draft.
1: You think this means now that he's going to take a quarterback with one of those ones?
3: You know, I don't think he does that. If anything, I think he maneuvers and tries to get a pick for next year to try to put himself in position to, to, um,
1: to but get Barrett, I of, don't see anybody coming out in the next like three years that I look around, you cover college football. Oh, Alabama, two, Alabama's quarterback, number one. Dude, he's a schwimp.
3: Bro, they, they love him right now.
1: He's, he's 5'11, 180. I know, but they love him. That's a him. schwimp.
3: <laughs> that's smaller than that's smaller than Jalen Hurts, who's having problems seeing over guys. Anyways, smaller than Baker Mayfield, who's that having guy problems needs seeing a
1: Tokyo him. phone book just to look normal dudes <laughs> in the face. <laughs> you know, let me see how big he really is. Oh wait, oh wait, don't go by what that. We're gonna list him at six one. You know, he's five ten. If he's six one, well, I
3: know, I know, I know.
1: But do they have? Do they have anything? Because I mean they. they
3: Dude, this somebody said
1: he's like 5'11. 185. Bryce Young, you're right. You're and here's cool. another one. Watch this. 5'11, 185. The Eagle kickers bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: because the they got Eagles lit-
1: kickers bigger, dude. You know, usually in the NFL, I, I, I've never seen cleats for undersized 10. For a foot? I'm me, that Bryce Young's foot size is an eight and a half. That's like a chick's shoe size. Bro. I'm sorry, somebody asked me to get him cleats or like AstroTurf shoes one year. My buddy had like a size nine. I go, hey, man, nobody in the NFL has a size 10 or under. Right, right. Sorry, dude. I don't know anybody who has a size 10. Okay. Well, um,
3: isn't uh, isn't uh, Pitt's quarterback having like a, a workout today? And uh, they sent – brian johnson the quarterback coach out there so that's supposed to be like you know what how he's trying to do no. I mean, he went to, he went to the game he went to the game and had his binoculars out looking at the game when they played uh the the um the tar heels and now he's there they're out of his workout the quarterback coach is out of his workout i mean the rumor mills are going right now here in philadelphia you know what i'm saying you
1: know how we oh, do that, right? that that hey that windmill stopped On Friday, (laughs) okay. I mean, I'm really down on this guy. I'm down on this guy because he didn't have. Well, you know why?
3: You know why? Because you don't know how. Like we
1: know how. That's what you're right. You know? No, no, no. Hey, everything you said last week, everything you and I talked about, is how everyone else was acting in Carolina, New Orleans, yep, Atlanta other teams that were putting these packages together. But and they you know, said they, said they were out. Like you. If he went to Dallas or he went to Carolina or he went to Atlanta and there was not this money that was out there, what has aggravated me is, is that nobody was really all in on him until the Browns went like this. Here's the money. Yep. Because – that was on Deshaun's side. Guess what it was beneficial for? The Texans got their three ones, albeit it's more on a layaway program this year, next yep. year, the year after. Yep. And the Eagles could have blown that away. Can you imagine? You're telling me this, Barrett. If Philadelphia would have rolled in and outbid the Browns and said, here's three ones this year and $250 million guaranteed, you're telling me Deshaun Watson's turning that down and he's gonna take a $230 million deal in Cleveland, but not Philly. You can't convince me of that. Nope.
3: I did at no point, man, did money enter into the equation. Nope. When we were talking about these draft picks. Could we we he,
1: never, we never, you and I, or any. Because he was, had a
3: contract.
1: Nobody. Yeah, he he had, had a, a contract. Con- He's under a contract right now. It's a- actually the escalator kicked in last week.
3: Yes. And that's that and there lies, you know, where I thought the big problem with him being on the roster was the contract kicked in to 40 million a year. He was supposed to get like a five million dollar sign of bonus yeah. and 35 million for his base salary. Well, he just blew that. just to put things to perspective, he's getting 80 million dollars more in guaranteed money that Patrick Mahomes signed for 10 years um, a half a billion dollars. He's getting $80 million more of guaranteed money than Patrick Mahomes, and he signed a
1: 10-year $500 million deal. That just puts it in perspective. Wait, here, let's put it even in more perspective on how snowflakes will cry more. Ready? You went from a guy who acts like a high school cheerleader (laughs) <laughs> to a guy who has 22 sexual assault, potential rape cases, assault cases, whatever. And they gave him a raise. Yeah. Only yeah. in the NFL, baby. Yep. Do you get a raise like that? And you didn't play. You chewed on ice for 17 weeks last year. No, the big
3: thing is that his That's camp, scary. Sean Watson's camp said that they were um that they were out on the browns
1: oh yeah no the and browns too <laughs> all of a sudden owner came in with that bag of money how about we offer you a more exclusive contract and we guarantee you 95 percent of the whole thing what right yeah right <laughs> I'd be like excuse me yeah how would you <laughs> because you're gonna need watch this too because you won't need the money uh some of these non um confidentiality agreements
3: Well, you know that's that's and there lies the problem with me man you know it, it, it was just a paper grab man now i look like an i look like an ass because no, you know what i was saying was making sense until money entered
1: into the equation that's right no 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 you you're not wrong you're not wrong because you know why common sense people were thinking like that throughout the industry and people that were actually in the nfl that made sense of it right but what happened was again barrett As you said, I never heard anything about negotiating a new deal from anyone. Nobody brought that dynamic in. How about this? Who wins the Super Bowl? Um, Deshaun Watson or Jalen (laughs) Hurts? Who, by the way, who wins more games in their career? Jalen Hurts or Deshaun?
3: You know what? Um, Over the next, let's do it like this. Over the next two years, who wins more games? You know who I'm gonna say? Who? Deshaun. Yeah, he's gonna win more games. And then you know why? Because that conference sucks right now. The the the, the Steelers, I mean, they, they got Mitch Trubisky. That's their quarterback. They are now. in the AFC, though, Barrett. Yeah, and then you gotta look at um, you look at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's gonna blow the doors off everybody. The Ravens. They're all right. They're all right, too, though. But I think.
1: Look at I the think... quarter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Barrett.
3: Hold on here.
1: Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow. Deshaun Watson. I'll tell you what. Yeah. That it, division. It, it... That division oh, versus on the paper. AFC West. How you do... Hey, is Tannehill in that division, too?
3: Uh, No, no. Uh, It's uh, Steelers, Ravens, and the Cincinnati. Steelers.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you got Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. Yep. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So so the worst the, that the division worst quarterback, in the yep. AFC West. Are you ever going to put any NFC games on that don't have Tom Brady in them?
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because when you look at this, when you look at that, the worst quarterback in that division
1: is Mitchell, Trubisky. For the Steelers. Oh, Mitchell, and, and oh, wait a minute! Somebody said something about. Well, I said that Trubisky would be a starting quarterback, and he is now. He's going to be starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. Oh, yes, in Pittsburgh, because you know they're notorious for getting things wrong in Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> Dude, that, What's that, that's
3: the number? That's the number two. That's the number two division. You have to say that's the number two division right now. What division is better than
1: that right now? Oh, none. It's AFC Nothing. West and the division with Watson in it. AFC now. North. Yep. AFC North and the
3: AFC West are the best divisions in the NFC
1: football. West is pretty cool. Tyler Murray, Matthew Stafford. Got then again, you don't three. know what's going on in San Fran, but it's not in those it's not in those rooms. No. So watch this. Is Jalen Hurts even on the Eagles in two years? Well,
3: there, there lies another question.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait. So you had a chance to put a guy on your team for ten years. And we're we're still debating if the Eagles have answered the quarterback position. Yep. In hey, what man. direction? In what watch direction is yes. it? Hey, watch this, Xander. I'll pull a famous line for you. What's what do what we talk about next? I'm, 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 I'm really not sure <laughs> what, do, what what you want me what what do you want me to talk about next? The edge rusher, Melvin Ingram. Here, let me get hold 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 on here for a minute. You know that guy in the uh that guy from uh Chattanooga State. You know that edge rusher that nobody knows. He's a little undersized, but what's the what's the line? He's got great upside. Right, right. <laughs> he runs a good 40, but he needs to eat some uh burgers and put some rocks in his pocket. But he could be a good player too. Oh, he also has a a size nine foot. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do you look? Do, I can't believe half the fan picks. I, I put a poll out there. You don't know shit, Silio. I was like, obviously.
3: <laughs> obviously. But, well, I mean, look at the division. When you look at the NFC East.
1: In Jalen, we trust. Okay, good. <laughs> For what? A service at a church? Yeah. Well, I mean, no. I
3: mean, Hurts. Hurts is not. He's he's not. We're acting like Hurts is. He just he just would have been. Watson would have been an upgrade
1: at the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts, he has the capacity to be better. Elite. He's. I said it. He's elite. He won't be franchised. And by the way, Eagle fan, I'm not talking shit on Eagle fans. I'm talking shit on you. <laughs> fans like you i'm not talking shit on eagle i'm talking shit on you that's part of the fan base that are snowflakes i <laughs> don't you want anybody with that gun? really are you under the impression that there's choir boys in the nfl because if you are you got the wrong league well you, you have to be in the
3: locker room to understand what goes on in the locker room and um and and how, what you have to be kind us-
1: my aunt's to give me a bunch of hell for being a hater so i gotta I, gotta, uh, I don't know. Hurts can, you
3: know... Hurts ears. <laughs> but you know what? He's going to shock a lot of people next year. And I I, I can't downplay the fact that I I, I wanted Watson here because it would have been an upgrade. But since he's not going to be here, it was kind of what the organization was going to do in the first place now. You know what I mean? Because, because they didn't want to go all in it's, it's, it's worse to be lukewarm in a situation and go at, at, at Hurts, I mean go at um Watson, lukewarm. You either gotta go all the way in like the Browns did, or it's best to just just leave it alone.
1: I, I mean to put to Trey Thomas on what kind of guy you were back then. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna talk to Trey Thomason. Well, uh, I'm gonna talk to guy. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna get the skinny on what kind of guy you were. Oh, that's and that you way. wanted to kill guys back in the day, and now all of a sudden you're like, he's the guy that's gonna be, you know, he's I really like the guy, and I'm going like, I know that ain't you, dude. What, what was <laughs> hey, Mrs. Brooks, this guy's perpetrating
3: a guy he's not. <laughs> well, hey, no, back in the back in the day, I you know, I mean I had to temper my expectations now. I, I definitely have to do that now. I do, man. I have to temper my expectations. Because it didn't take much. It didn't take much. Who was the shittiest quarterback
1: you blocked for?
3: Uh, Bobby Hoyne. <laughs> Three and 13. I was hot, bro. I wanted to fight him every other day. I wanted to fight him every other day, bro. Every other day.
1: <laughs>
3: he held the ball so long, man. Hey, I mean,
1: man.
3: <laughs> he, he, it seemed like he was back there. He would hold the ball the entire quarter. You know what I'm saying? What <laughs> I'll be <laughs> hiring,
1: man. <laughs> you see how fast he answered that? The worst. Oh, my worst. God. That is so awesome to hear, man. Because every time, hey, every time, like, I I, I ask uh, Randy Cross, who's the shittiest guy you ever blogged for? He goes like this, Steve DeBerg. <laughs> 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 I went, well, that was really fast. And he goes. The guy just he just talked too much shit and I wanted to punch him in his grill every time but I put my <laughs> head down and I was like hey man that is that is so funny man Well, hey oh let me my-
3: let me tell you let me tell you a story about Bobby Hoine the year before he had Gruden Gruden was offensive coordinator so the year before Gruden would tell him where to throw the ball and that was it he didn't have to read anything he didn't have to read the defense just throw the ball where I tell you to throw it. On 322 wide stick nod, you throw it to the stick nod route. You throw it to the to the um to the tight end. So we'd be in practice and Willie T would pick the nod route right off. You know what I'm saying? Talk trash to him. He's like, Coach, I'll do it. Now. Don't worry about it. In the game, it'll be there. Boom, he throws the stick nod route to uh the the uh, tight end, boom, it's a touchdown. So it was cool. So that next year, going into that next year, he wanted a new deal. So they said, all right, cool. They brought this They gave him, they said, all right, we're going to give you $20 million for four, uh four years. $20 million for four years. He turns around and says, No, I want the same money that you guys gave. What's that guy that went to uh to um Buffalo? Brad, was what was his name? Brad Johnson? No, not Brad Johnson, but he was um his last name was Johnson, I think. And he, Rob he was Johnson. Rob Johnson. Johnson yeah. yeah, it was Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson got 25. For four, he wanted that extra five million dollars, so he didn't sign the deal. Gruden leaves and becomes the head coach of the of the of Raiders. So now he has Dana Bible as his um his offensive coordinator. Bro, no, when hated. I say, we went we went three and thirteen. He couldn't read anything. I mean, it's like he was looking at Braille out there, dog. He couldn't <laughs> read any defense. It was the worst I've ever seen in my life. He would hold the ball, we patting the ball sack. I mean, we let we we went three and thirteen. Bro, it was the worst year of my life. I couldn't wait to get out of Philly, but I I wanted, you know, Well, wait a minute, w- did
1: you want him out of Philly?
3: I wanted him out of Philly, yes. <laughs> Not me. I wanted him out of Philly. I ended up going. He get up going later on, um, the next year.
1: You know, but, people yeah. love that guy too for whatever reason, man. I guess he was Ohio he was State behind, quarterback. He was behind Brady forever up there in New England. I, I, I think he's in Buffalo now or someplace. I can't remember that guy. Hey. Like I said, Jesse James, man, when he went into banks, he used a gun when he was robbing banks. That's another one of them dudes, man, that walks into places with a smile on his hand out like this when he got his paycheck on Tuesdays. Let's take a timeout, man. What's next? And by the way, free agency, most of the good players are gobbled up. Well, How he has no interest in free agency, really? Let's get a grade in how he's done so far this offseason. Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio, here on The Middle, back in three.
5: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her.
6: So good, it just disappears.
4: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little.
0: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say,
4: we got this. Call 215-458-2222.
7: Field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Three.
4: One, two, three, because
7: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
1: The middle, Bear Brooks, Dan Silio. You want to hear what the market value is right now for Baker Mayfield? What is it? Fourth or fifth rounder.
3: No. It's gotta be higher than that.
1: No, why would why would I when I know you have to dump him? Number you can't keep you, you can't have a $22 million guy on the bench and a $50 million quarterback. You're gonna, you're gonna have your backup guy making twenty two million dollars this year, and you're gonna have your number one guy making fifty. That's 72 off your cap, and one guy ain't even gonna be a contributor to your team.
3: No way. Well, anywhere he goes, he's gonna have to be a starter. That's number one
1: because he was a number one pick. Okay, watch this. When you tell me, hey, it's 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 almost like you you see those beautiful cars over there, those Aston Martins and those Ferraris, aren't they beautiful? Yeah. Well, you can't shop over there. You got to shop over here at the Chevys and the um, the '66 Impalas over here and that one Buick uh, Impala. This one well, over man. here too. You you you're shopping over here on the used car section. That's for the big boys. When well, you look at the it was the number one player taken five years ago, and now we're doing this. Why would I give you a first round? I'm not giving you a first round draft choice for that guy. When I know you have to dump him, why would What's why the, would I go? Here's but he's a Ford
3: one. though. He's a Ford Mustang. Because he's, the first he's a
1: first round Then Put him he, on the Eagles.
3: But he'd be an – no, no, no. How? Wait he be a He'd be wait, Eleanor. He he's a Ford Mustang. Right, but that, is he better What's than Jalen? He's not better than Jalen. Jalen brings more to the
1: same. Just like – all right. So the number one pick, that's the point, Barrett. The number one pick five years ago is not better than a guy who was taken in the second round. Why would I give that guy – why would I give the Browns a one for him when I know he's not better than Hurts? But I,
3: I'm not saying a one. I'm, I'm saying at least a two or a three. And the reason why I say that, you, all right, look at look at look at Matt Ryan. You look at Matt Ryan. You look at Jalen Hurts. Now, when you look at Matt Ryan, even though he's thirty-seven years old, his skills are—he's right, a better quarterback than Jalen because he can read better, can get the ball out faster. But then, when you look at the amount of games both of these guys win, I believe Jalen Hurts can win just as many just as many more games as 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 he does because there'll be some games that. Jalen Hurts can win by using his skill set, but there's also some games that Matt Ryan can win because it's good. Matt Ryan is slow as pond water when he's back there in the pocket. At least Jalen Hurts can get away, make things happen. You can run plays specifically for him. If you're not passing, there's no threat in, in, in the quarterback position when you look at um, what Matt Ryan is, but there is a threat at the quarterback position when you have Jalen Hurts there. So that's why I say you can build an offense around Jalen Hurts that could be very good. You can win a lot of games for him. Now, can he win a Super Bowl? That's yet to be seen. But he is good enough to be a starting quarterback.
1: If Matt Ryan was in the Philadelphia Eagles system, they'd win 12 games and win the division.
3: Mm-hmm. I, but I don't see – because this team isn't really built for that because I don't think Matt Ryan has the receivers that he needs – to 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 accomplish what he wants on the offensive side of the ball. But
1: Matt Ryan could also do this, Barrett. Matt Ryan is going to get a veteran wideout to want to come and play in Philly. Ah da da. da da.
3: You're absolutely right with that. You he would he would go on or somebody wanting to come here. It would be a destination spot for a a big time wide receiver. Right now, you can't get a big time wide receiver to come here on their own merit. I haven't heard money. Jarvis
1: Landry say I want to play with Jalen Hurts. Right, right. How about this? You see, the Browns are trying to get uh, Jarvis Landry to go back right. to Cleveland.
3: Right. Exactly. Yep. And he okay. just might.
1: And 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 th- just think about that. Look at Odell. You also. know that position. Hey, by the way, when you were ever a free agent, did you talk to some of your boys out there on the market about certain organizations where you All may the potentially? Time. Okay. All the time. So, what do you think Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry are saying to potential wide receiver free agents about Baker Mayfield?
3: All the worst of business.
1: Well then why would in there. the world would I want that guy to be the face of my franchise when you got OBJ, who's also an influencer, and you've got Jarvis Landry who are talking shit on the guy and going like this. What was it like playing for him? Hell. He can't find you. He's hitting me in the back of the head. He's he can't lead me. This guy's terrible and he uses excuses. And if well, he sucks, you, then? you suck. Who's better, Jalen or or him? I take Jalen. I would also. I, I would take, take Jalen over Baker because you know why? I want an adult up my position at quarterback.
3: Right, right, right.
1: I'm going to start there. And the locker room will want to win and block. Like the shit that you were saying about the quarterback that you didn't like. Yep. Okay, that's not the case in Philly. And so now I'll, I'll say this to you. All of this talk that's been going around, let's spin it a tad bit here. Okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking like how things could – galvanize a locker room you know the last couple years in the philadelphia eagles locker room at the quarterback position has been a lot of turmoil conversation it's been sparked by media it's been sparked by bad play it's been sparked by bad contracts it's been sparked by everything the one thing has been something that has been a consummate has been the fact that jalen has been a professional in the whole concept yes and to me it's a page out of garoppolo here so there's one asset that I could say this something like that. Unlike what Wentz did when he started creating these these clicks inside the Eagle locker room, there's no clicks inside the Eagle locker room that's going to be anti Jalen Hurts. If anything, it may galvanize the locker room more. Am I off base on this? No, you're absolutely right.
3: Because because he's the consummate pro, you'll get nobody talking. About him behind his back. You'll get nobody talking about, all right, we don't want. Everybody on that team wants to be around. Even the receivers want to be around Jalen Hurts. Now, can they say that about Baker Mayfield? No. What would they say about Matt Ryan? I mean, Matt Ryan is a Philly guy. You know what I'm saying? I think he's from Delco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's a Philly guy. How do you think that adjustment would be bringing him in? And if you brought him in, would you let Hurts go? Would he be the backup? How would you go about doing that?
1: Well, because of his contract, I could keep him. Yes, exactly. 1.2. Okay, the difference between him and Baker is 22 million reasons I got to get rid of the other guy. <laughs> with Jalen, I've got a couple more years Right. with, with Jalen on that contract. And you're the organization you can always go back to we drafted Jalen Hurts to be a seatbelt, and Jalen's good. is a Pro Bowl alternate. Now, you might decrease his value if you bring in and trade for a quarterback like, like a Matt Ryan because someone will look at him and go, well, the Eagles are never really sold on him. And if your own organization is not sold on you, there's a problem in the building there. And so but like, like Matt Ryan, with that great O-line in Indianapolis, I mean – and the running game, a problem. And their defense, a problem. A problem. that would be a complete problem for teams. They would win the division. They would win the division, dude. They they would be a they would be one of the teams in the hat you could pull yeah. out and say, absolutely, absolutely. Who are going to play here? Who could they play in the A? If you put Matt Ryan on that on that Colts team, could they potentially make it all the way to the AFC Championship game? I would say that's a fair what. I would go, would they be as good as Cleveland? They might be better. They'll of the be better in game. Cleveland. But then again, Chubbs there in Cleveland would be pretty close. Are they as good as Kansas City? I think they're more dominant at the point of attack than they are in Kansas City. And with Ryan,
3: City- Ryan being there, it would open things up if they got some receivers. And defensively, defensively, they're one of the few teams I think they could keep up with, um, with, with that offense you know, with the with Kansas City's offense. So I think Kansas City would eventually win the game, but they could keep up with him if Ryan is there because they could score, score for score.
1: And, you know, and Barrett, what they would do is they would keep the kid on the bench because you have Jonathan Taylor. I mean, you're going to limit, you're going to limit, um, you're going to limit Mahomes to possessions because yep. you're going to go on these long ex- extended drives of 12 to 13 plays which keeps that – that's the key to beating one of these guys like Aaron yep. Rodgers. Don't give him the same amount of series yep. that you have. That's how the Eagles – see, the Eagles have to win games like this. They've got to have 14 play drives. They've yep. got to keep the opposing quarterback because that team cannot get into a shootout. Limit them to 16,
3: 16 drives a game. I mean, six drives a game. If you can, if you can keep your opponent from – keep right around six drives a game, they could win it and they have the offense that could do it. They just need to get that defense going. That's why I say they should be going all out on the defensive side of the ball with free agency and maybe a couple of high picks in a draft. Um, you look at, uh, look at Denver. Denver's going to be a problem because yeah, we talk about the quarterback, you know, Wilson's there, but man, his, his wide receivers, you know, Cortland and, and, and all those guys, Judy and, Bro, they it's it's gonna be a problem. Plus, they got a running game too, and a pretty good defense. It's gonna be a problem, man, with with, with teams trying to keep up with uh with Denver. You know, everybody's talking about what uh with with Kansas City's doing. I mean, Denver, man, they really, really got a good team now, a balanced team now.
1: They, they without a question, have been the most productive team, along with I would say the Chargers At, I, so I, I, far yep. in the in 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 the postseason here. You know, it's Absolutely. funny people are saying. You know, well, what has Watson done in the postseason? Excuse me, what did Matthew Stafford do in the postseason? <laughs> right. I mean, you'll, you'll have to, you'll have to. Wasn't he zero three? Right. I mean, you'll, right. you'll have to help me out or something on that. I forget because of the brilliance of Matthew Stafford in Detroit. It's gonna have to wait a minute. I'm, I'm probably gonna have to have a seance here or an epiphany here to remember those great playoff games. But when he was put in a dynamic situation like he was in Los Angeles, having players like Cup and a coach who knows how to put situational play calling together, it produced a Super Bowl. I mean, when you put great talent around people, you play better because there's people around you that are also making plays. You're in a crappy scenario, bad coaching, bad environment. We've all been there, Barrett. You you know what, Barrett? I'll tell you what. I have never seen anything more like this in my life. I lost one game in college to J- with Jimmy Johnson. And by the way, somewhere would go, that's college. Well, that same college coach took that entire coaching staff and went three Super Bowls with him. So, <laughs> right. all right, everybody, everyone that was on that staff went with him. I had that environment. Man, everything was positive. There was never screaming of negativity. I don't ever remember Coach Johnson ever saying anything negative except one of these kind of things. He tells a player like this, Barrett. Jimmy would come up to you and go, "Hey, what do I have to do to help you become a better player?" And the guy would go like this, um, "Coach," he goes, "just let us know." And I'm sitting next to the guy, and I'll never forget it was Selwyn Brown, and I sitting there, and I'm, he goes, he goes, "What does that mean?" I go, I don't, "I don't, I don't know." And the next time he came, the next week, he goes, "Hey, what do I have to do to make you a better player?" I, just, I, I went like this to Selwyn, I don't think there'll be a third time. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't, I, hey. I don't think that's good. There's going to be a third time with that kind of conversation, man. Cause he come up to you and talk to you like that. Is there a problem? And I'm going like, nah, man. I mean, what, what, is there a problem that we're not, we're not conveying here? <laughs> right. Look, I told you about that time. Hey, okay. I'm making every goddamn play. I'm doing everything. I've got 10, 15 tackles. And he's like, Jesus, man, a lot of eyes in there. huh? <laughs> and I went like this, what are you saying? He goes, well, how, many, how many percentage of plays you playing? I go, I'm playing 90%. You're starting the other guy. The guy sucks. He sucks. He's a starter two years before you got here. He sucks. Guy won a national championship. And I'm like, Well, I'm better. I go, Oh, okay. Next day, never did, didn't start. Finally, <laughs> I told you, man. Yeah, you proud to be a little sand devil.
4: You're right, hey, right. Be-
1: <laughs> I'm just dry, like driftwood. You know, I treated myself like driftwood. I never thought I had, I, I started every game after that. I was like, Hey, I'm just a piece of driftwood out here, hoping to land on shore with these great players. And I'm like, I was terrible, Barrett, man. I, I'd be, I was like, I, I'd be, cause I'd sit there and I'd go like this dude. In the middle of the game. I was like, you're getting killed. And my, my teammates would go, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up, will you, please?
3: Well, you know, I um, I I was when I when I first got to college, I was thinking I was all that till I till I got to you know working out and stuff, and I started seeing like my when I first got to college, I was I was six foot three and a half, and I was two hundred forty five pounds, and I was I came in as a defensive lineman, huh? But they that's why you get over, great feet, yeah. See, <laughs> and then um, they switched me over to offense because I redshirted because I wasn't strong enough. I could only do uh, 135 one time. What? Yes. I never lifted a weight in college. Never lifted a oh, weight I mean, so I, you, in, in oh, high so school. you
1: just one of them strong country kids that just beat you. In high school, I never okay. lifted weights.
3: weight. I just started lifting until I got to college. So um, get there. I registered that year. Three hots in the cot. Lifted weights because everybody was talking about me. You know what I'm saying? And riding me about it. I went from being six foot foot 245, by the time we got to um, spring football, I was actually six foot four, uh, two hundred and seventy-five pounds. I was benching three, like three fifteen. Wow! I was squatting like five fifty. I was power cleaning two fifty. That's because I had three hots in the cot and I was lifting weights, I'd never had to do it before. But when I focused on it to get people off my back, we used to call it the roasting table. Roasting tables like every time you went to go eat dinner, we ate as a team, and everybody said, Oh, you better you better get some more of the potatoes. You need a little bit more protein. You ain't lifting enough. You need some more protein. Hey Brucey, get some more protein. Hey, you better go get that chocolate milk over there, man. Gain a little weight, get a little strong. I mean, they were killing me, bro. And then from that point on, man, I took it seriously. And after you know, after that, you know, you know, the start the sky was the limit.
1: But, but- when you're 6'6 six, six, and you're a six-five, six, six guy and you're benching 350, you have to remember the arm distance Low, for you yes. yeah. versus me, right? okay? <laughs> At almost 6'2", you got to remember, my arm my arm length is half yours almost, okay? And so your arm length, when you're doing 350 and you're 6'6", and you're squatting 500, 600 pounds, something like that, dude, you guys are – that's moving it. Bro, and I when you me. get big people with feet that have strength to them, that's why you excelled, and that's why you you became a second dude, a second round offensive, a second round offensive ta- offensive lineman drafted. It's a huge pick, no question. I mean, you must have been thrilled, man. As the draft is getting closer, you must have been thrilled being that highly picked. Or did you think you were a first rounder?
3: I well, they said I was a late first rounder, but you know my draft was crazy because I had SAP in my draft. And remember that draft? It was twelve people, and the the went in the first round that got tested positive for weed. That's right. All all these nuts were in at, at the combine, putting um, putting a, a towel underneath the door and smoking weed. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? They bought the light. I was like, yo, I'm a holler y'all. I'm out, bro. We ain't, I didn't I didn't test yet, bro. I didn't test. I'm out of here. So I left, and a couple guys were like, man, forget that, man. They Ain't gonna test me. Up, they got tested <laughs> they got popped man so all of them man you know sap sap was supposed to be a top five pick he didn't go till later on dennis first.
1: green says the biggest mistake he ever made and that's why he ended up taking moss yep <laughs> because he said this he goes i'll never do that again you imagine having him and john randall line up next come to on each other? man that, you couldn't do anything you couldn't run a ball you couldn't pass the ball with both of
3: them guys there yeah, come on, man.
1: He come said on. it was the biggest mistake in his drafting career because he let the marijuana thing get in the way for uh the Eagles did too. What's they that? got Mamula.
3: The Eagles did too, but they got Mamula instead of him. They went Mamula and then hit him sap in the second round. A Mamula. pro bowl. I'm, yeah. I mean, he was a workout
1: wonder. Yeah. He went to the combines and the guy turned out to be. Yeah, I get it. He turned he was out to pretty be pretty good. G- Wait a minute. Mamula turned out to be Silio. Right, well, <laughs> you know he was actually pretty good though. Mamula had a pretty good career. He played like
3: ten years. You know what I'm saying? He did, and, and he I mean, he had a pretty good career. But we're talking about a a a, a gold jacket winner and Warren Sapp got picked next. Now that's what that's what's damning. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say the only way that Howie Roseman can rectify this this off is if he makes a big splash like a DK Metcalf, something to take our minds off. The fact that we didn't get Watson.
1: I need that. I How? need to know him. But why would Metcalf? Oh, because he had the own, because they have his rights and the Eagles have the assets.
3: Yep. To go get him.
1: To go get him. So it would be a forced trade. Yep. DK wouldn't want to play in Philly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't want to play with that quarterback.
3: Well,
1: who's the quarterback he have now? Drew Locke? Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you sold me. I'll go play in Philly with Jalen. I'll, ta- I'll take it. Hey, I mean, what is what is going on
3: in Seattle right now? You Do you really think that coach is going to stay no. past this year? I'll be surprised if he makes it to the season without retiring.
1: I mean, he can't build anything from that. Dude, you really – that's a great point. You think Pete Carroll's going to go into the next two years with Drew Locke as his – Right. quarterback when he's kind of like a guy you do this when it comes to hall of fame coach. Yeah. But then there's also a little bit of, well, he did have Russell Wilson. I mean, was, what was it? You know, he was kind of a 500 coaches first stint. Yep. Between the jets and the Patriots. And he did set the Patriots with guys like Vrabel. And Hey, did you see Mike Vrabel's tweet? No. what did he say? Bro. I, I, I've got to bring this up. This is why I love Mike Vrabel. Okay, dude. All oh, you haters, man, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Sills <laughs> loves you. I got nothing but love in my heart for you. Oh, dude, Mike Vrabel is the best coach in the NFL, and I love how he talks. I got to find – you've got to find this tweet here. Of what he said about a player. And I <laughs> guess, you know, you know how you get hurt? You know how you get hurt and, you know, they move the drill? Uh huh. He goes like this the guy called me a, a wussy with the P on it. Uh huh. Oh, here it is. <laughs> here it is, here. Will Compton, a story about being a commodity. One time I got hurt during practice, and Coach v- uh, Vrabel didn't even move the drill up. Didn't even he 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 didn't even move the drill up. He just ran the next play while I was still on the ground yelling. And then he started yelling. We don't have time for this. Can someone who's not a wussy with a P get in here? He goes, I had a broken leg. Here's what Vabrill tweeted him back. That explains why you're so slow, broken leg. <laughs>
3: Favorable man, that dude was that dude was nutty, bro. He is nutty. That explains that's why you love flavor cool, like slow
1: <laughs> Dude, that's all right. All right, let's do this now. How's how we done in free agency and offseason stuff? No, 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 that's not fair because it's a loaded question. No, How's it's, it, no, done it's, it's not, not. It's not. not it, no, it's not.
3: It's not. It's not. It's not, it's not a loaded question because the first week of free agency is where you make the splash. This is where you make. it it makes a break your off season because everybody's going off the board like this. And where do you fit in in that? And right now the Eagles have not done enough in free agency. So it's not a, it's a valid question and we just have to be honest next to nothing. That's what's happened next to nothing. Yes. We had a great pick and bringing in, you know, a guy that's you know, from the area. He's from the area, you know, they love him. He wanted to come back home and play. Great story from Temple. Had to walk on Temple. Mom, you know, took out a loan just so he can eat with the team. You know, it's a great story. But is that enough to give Howie a good grade? Oh, they plus they signed Harris back. You know, Harris was a free agent. They signed him back. Anthony Harris, the safety. So they got one of the two
1: safeties signed. Is who, that enough? Who, in my opinion, who in my opinion, their safeties are one of the weaker ends of that team. I don't know. I do Why would he sign a guy back, Barrett, that when you look at safeties, if Kyle Hamilton becomes available from Notre Dame, I'm going to jump all over that guy because I think the safeties that you have in the scheme now and on the team now, I think they're C guys. I don't think they're anyone – they're not special. They're not tone-setting guys. See, to me, if you have a safety, you have to have – they're tone-setters. Okay? Okay. They're tone setters. They're they're like they're my, they're like Mike linebackers but thinner. Yep. And you are guys out there that patrol the middle of the field out there to help your corner play. And if you don't have hitters, man, when I look at the Eagle defense, those linebackers, catchers, and reachers, I see the same thing at safety. So, getting him back signed, okay. Well, see that's
3: what I'm saying. So you. you- where do you put Harris? Harris is not really a thumper that you put in the middle. You know, he's not a Tyron Matthew. He's not a, he's not a Brian dog. He's not a he's guy. He's a gatherer. You yeah. He's
1: kind of like a herder. So. He kind of like herds you into the, in, into the tackle. But is he. He's not is a hitter. He, but is he, is he, is he fast enough
3: to be a free safety where he can use that? I don't think so. I don't either, man. So he's in between being a guy that needs to be a thumper and a guy that needs to be able to cover from sideline to sideline. So to me, that if you look at what how he's done this this all season, I have to go with at least what a C plus B minus. B- I mean, minus? he did sign he he he, he did sign Fletchback for cheaper money, so he got a lot of money off the books, about four million dollars off the books. That's a so, great I mean, move. That is a great move, and then you're not tied to him for the you know for the rest of that contract.
1: It's a great move. It really, I mean, I'm dead on dead wrong on it. <sighs> Because I thought Fletch would do this, okay? You're going to sign me to a one year deal with less dough. I'm going to go to a place that's going to give me like I would have went to the Chargers. Oh yeah, I would have went to the Chargers and give me a chance to win, and I'm going to be on TV, and I'm going to have other opportunities to make more money. But he 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 wanted to stay, and obviously, he's loyal to the the green and white. Yep. and I I actually that's a lost art. Um, so to me, it really was a really good move by Howie to get him to come back and they must've really sold him. Well, but it's not, it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't
3: actually, it shouldn't have been a Howie type of move because Howie said he was going to stop doing that. He's going to stop letting guys, you know, tug on the heartstrings and, 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 sign guys just because they were who they were. You know, you, you got to stop doing that. You got to sign guys for what they're potentially doing right now and not what they did in the past. And there lies a lot of the problems that the Eagles are having. They let guys stick around too long, like an Alshon, you know. He was just around too long. When he was, for that two 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 and a half, almost three-year stretch, he was a dominant guy that you could throw up to and keep the sticks moving. But after a while, you know, he just became, you know, not necessarily an asset anymore. He became more of a, a you know, just a guy that's there in the salary cap.
1: Sure, looks like a lot of guys in that Eagle front office are bookworms. <laughs> what They're do like you mean, librarians? About- <laughs> They're like librarians, man. Everything goes here. Everything's here. Everything's here. Hey, the auto mechanics are in aisle ae three. Um, yes. Um, tax reforms are over on the second floor. Take the elevator down or up, excuse me, and you'll find your tax books there. Your, your historical stuff is in the basement. So please take the <laughs> elevator down to five. If you want defensive ends, they're on the seventh floor, and they're over there next to the wall in the back over there where everyone has to run their ass off. Everything looks so cookie-cutter now. And to me, it was like when Mark Dominic was the general manager of the Buccaneers. I used to go on the air down to Tampa and do this. The guy was like 24 and 53. Finally, man, and by the way, we were airing the Bucks. Another one of the reasons why the Buck—I'm still—I'm one of the reasons the Bucks weren't putting guys on. And someone asked me, and I go like this: I go like this. They go, "What do you, what do you make of the Buck roster?" I go, "There's about forty lollipops on that team." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "The guy's twenty-four and fifty-three. He sucks as a general manager." And by the way, do you know how his record is? It's like 192 since he's been the general manager or a guy that has been in charge of the personnel of the football team. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a very average number to me. How about this? That ain't Ozzie Newsome.
3: Right, right.
1: Okay. I mean, how do you feel about him going into this draft with what we've seen so far? I
3: mean, I I, I expect a lot of – Andy Waddell. He he's he's gonna have to he's gonna have to really do his due diligence and how he's gonna have to trust him. You know, he's he's the head of scouting, NFL scouting, uh for, for the Eagles. Um, you know, player personnel player personnel guy. Andy Waddell's from that old that, that that tree you're talking about. So he's gonna have to rely on him and trust his instincts like he but did there, last year. The
1: draft gives him time. Whereas yes. Watson put would have put him on the hot seat immediately. And when you draft a guy like Barrett Brooks or Dan Silio or whomever, you get three years. Look at Jalen Rager. He's given he's given that latitude of time. Yes. What he's afraid of, he's afraid of being put in the spotlight when it comes to accountability right away. Because it's easy to do this, Barrett. I got 11 draft choices. You're not going to sit around and fire him after the first year or second year. You're going to see if these players are still going to get better. And this is what we're doing with Jalen. There's great upside here. Let's see if we can. It gives these GMs that don't want to have accountability, like I said, front and center right away. You don't think that the general manager, or what's the guy's name now in Cleveland that was in the. Um, Andrew Barry. You don't think that guy's ass is on the line right now in Cleveland that this thing better worked out? You got rid of the first pick in the draft of five years ago. You don't want to talk you about asses. You gave this line, guy man. $85 million and a $230 million deal. This thing's got to work this year, not three years from now.
3: Well, see, the only thing is, it wasn't his decision. That's not an Andrew Barry decision. That has to be an ownership decision.
1: Oh, you know I think Haslam came in flat out and said, "Okay, so the draft choices aren't working. What? How do we? How do we? How do we get that uh, no trade down? Well, you buy it. Okay, here's $330 dollars. <laughs> That's what they did, you know. And there's people that are always going, "Well, he didn't want to play in Philly. That is the biggest lie on the planet. He would have played yeah, anywhere where the money was offered. Yep." Do yep. so you feel okay going like this? Here's Howie, man. Hey, watch this. We'll be talking – you and me will be talking like this on Monday after the draft. They address needs, but you and I know what the draft is about. We'll find out when they get to training camp. Not guy's running yep. around in helmets and shorts. We won't know. Get the, look at how Look at how this works. You get drafted. You fly in. You kiss everybody. You get your helmet on Monday – then you have like a rookie kind of like get together. You'll be there three days. Then you probably will have an OTA and shorts. Then you'll probably have a mandatory mini camp and you'll be ready to go in July. You won't be in full pads until July when you get in there on the 27th. <clears throat> the end of July when you report 27th. The yep, yep. July 27th, you'll get your pads. And then they have a limited amount of practices in full gear. It's twenty for the entire training camp. For the 20? entire camp,
3: how the hell do you figure out what you? So are you're as a how
1: you can't. It's a you and me went to camp for three freaking months, and you're banging right. heads for like every day, going two days, two a days. I don't even do they have two days anymore.
3: No, they don't have two a days. And then they go on and off. They go practice one day full pass, the next day a special teams day, the next day might go shorts. Then they will go full pass for two days. I mean, it's it's, cra- it's almost like a spa days now. You know, how do you get in shape for that? You I remember can. when guys came in, they were getting in shape
1: in camp. They used to use camp to get in shape. Yeah, because you know why? We're there three months. Right. <laughs> okay, and we're, right. sometimes I went three-a-days with Ray Perkins. I mean, three-a-days we did. I could have did that. Dude, in Florida heat, three-a-days. Right. That's ridiculous. No, completely. I, I don't know how people didn't die during that time. <laughs> right. I, I'm not kidding, man. I mean, a big horses run. We had to do a 12 minute run. Yeah. In, yep. we, we had to do a mile and a half run in 12 minutes.
3: Yep.
1: Um, we had to do the um, we had to do Jimmy 16 one. I, I I just so look look at think of that for a minute. When you draft that guy, and everybody will be sitting around in their favorite bar in Philly. Look at who we got, dude. You're not gonna know shit about these guys. Until the end of the season, and the majority of these guys are probably going to get. You you you'll know immediately, like like Micah Parsons, him coming in and playing immediately. That those are outlier guys, don't you agree, that, that Barrett? Have, those that, are that outlier doesn't guys.
3: Exactly, that didn't happen. Like even even like the greats, you know. You look at um, B. Dog. B. Dog started off on special teams. You look at um, uh. You know, a guy like uh, Troy Polamalu. Troy Polamalu, he didn't come in and just instantly start. Troy played on special teams his first year and got sprinkled in a little bit on defense. And then the next year he started. B-Dog got the same thing, you know, sprinkled in a little bit on defense. For the most part, he played special teams. You don't just come in and just start, you know, right out of, you know, the gate.
1: Hey, Barrett, before we go to break here, i to a LT, LT told me this story he Goes I go, man, so did you like start right away? He goes, no, nah, man, I was on the third team. And I go, third team? He goes, yeah. I mean, my first practice, I was on the third team and then, you know, I got moved to second team eventually and then I got moved to the first team eventually. He goes, the only thing though, that was all in the first practice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they didn't know what, to do. Didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do with with Dawkins. No, because he yeah he was he revolutionized the position. Nobody right. rushed the quarterback from the outside, and exactly. got to give that to Belichick. They created that edge rusher yep. from the LB position because of Lawrence Taylor. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Dan Scilio. You're here on the middle back in three.
4: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little.
0: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right. Just by talking with Brian in my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got
4: this. Call 215-458-2222.
7: field of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
1: here brooks big skills middle am i talking too much over you no what are you talking about all right
3: <laughs> Everything's good, bro.
1: How do you about this? Barrett, I'm gonna hold this against Howie. This this is Well Jordan a, a, a lost opportunity. It's a lot of things we hold
3: against uh Harry. You know, there's a lot of guys still on the roster. It shouldn't be on the roster. We gotta, you know, look at um, you know, look at Howie and 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 really, you know.
1: Oh, I got it mention. now, Barrett. So this is my education into the world of Howie here. You yes. guys are already. Oh, so wait, wait. I got it now. I'm, I'm just learning here, and you're going like this. Uh, he's, he's going through, you know. Tell, yeah, we've I'll gone through for like twenty years. Yeah, okay. Is it,
3: this is this tutorial right now. You know. Yeah, getting, I get it. Yeah, you're getting, a, you're getting an advanced. you're getting Getting an
1: education here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm also getting an education in. You know, I'm really glad we don't have him. <laughs> that, that guy kills me, man. That guy kills me. What do you care? If a guy gets cleared, you know, you know, what, you know, you know, what's really wild to watch is watching the Browns fans now having these. and And, and it really is like to our society right now. No matter if you're cleared. That The truth has no bearing. It's a perception of the court of public opinion. Yep. He's been fried in the court of public opinion. So Deshaun, dude, no matter if he's cleared, they were lies, it has no bearing on the truth. They're going to look at him because the media carved out a narrative on him, which you have no idea what the truth is. You don't know these court cases or these filings. You haven't... I would say ninety percent of the people that are bashing in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, have never even read the case or know anything about it. Nope. Or how they came to this. The, but that see that doesn't matter today. It's the court of public opinion that this guy here is this, and this is this. This is why we again th- th- that's cancer culture out. How he's afraid of cancer culture.
3: I uh, you know I don't think he's I don't think he's afraid. Of, he just doesn't care. How he wants to be the smartest guy in the room, so he tries to he tries to make decisions like that. Sometimes the, the most basic uh, decision you can make is the right decision, but he nine times out of ten he doesn't do that. He wants to all right. I found this diamond in the rough. I found a, a Jordan Milada. He wants to find them instead of just getting the guy that's sitting right there that's going to help your team out. And you see, he has all the tools and intangibles to be the greatest pay, uh, player. Anywhere in the draft at that point, but you don't take him because all right, I'm gonna go the unconventional way and find a diamond in the rough. But sometimes I just want the damn diamond. You know what I'm
1: saying? You know what he, you know, you know what? Howie would like to do with those 2017 Super Bowl rings? Instead of having your name on them, he wants his name on them and (laughs) hand them out to all the players. Yeah, that's what he wants. How he wants to keep you're learning. You. Yes, you're learning. The Super Bowl rings with his name on it, yes. to keep everyone understanding that this was his deal. He was responsible with the owner, and maybe the owner and the general manager should have their name on the Super Bowl rings because, according to those guys, the players were just I don't know pawns in the whole thing. I yep. mean, what a great way to have a legacy. It's the only Super Bowl champion that has the GM's name on all 53 rings.
3: It's um he's the he's the he's the big fish in the pond. And without him feeding us, you know, we wouldn't have gotten to where we got. He put this in place. He put the coach in place and everything else. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> hey, credit. Man, you know, do you ever hear Ozzie Newsome talking about credit?
3: No. No, not at all. Do you ever
1: hear any of the great GMs? Hey, I'll tell you this. Look at what credit did to the Chicago Bulls with Jerry Reinsdorf and Jerry Krause. Oh. They wanted so much credit in the room between Jordan and Jerry Krause. The Bulls were never beat on the court, dude. They were beat with a checkbook. (laughs) They ripped the team apart. No one beat them. That whole six-year run, when Jordan left for that fantasy baseball camp and then came back and they won the other three again, they were not beaten by the Pistons or the Lakers in the final. They were beaten because of credit. Yep. One guy wanted all the credit. How the Bulls been since that guy wanted all the credit? Well, I don't That's remember why. them in an Eastern Conference Finals in the last what 25 years? 20 nope. years, wherever it's been.
3: Not at all. I mean, and there their lies the problem, man. You, you know, as a GM, you never want to be out ahead of everything, you know. Just like just like they didn't have a problem with 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 firing, you know. They didn't have a problem with firing Doug. Doug Peterson to them was somebody that they made. They made Doug Peterson the coach that he was, and I forget what GM that I was talking to. Um, he was with the Eagles. I forget his name. Oh my goodness, Joe Banner? Not Joe Banner. The other guy. Um, starts with an M. What was his name? And I listened to him, and it made it made it clicked in my head, and it made so much sense after that because when I heard him say that, and I looked at it, it really really put things in perspective for me. What was his name? He, oh my goodness! What years? Um, a couple of years um and, uh, when when Howie was a uh, he was under Howie's tutelage. What was his name? Was, no, Howie was under his tutelage. Oh my goodness! He's I always can't. mouthing off. He's always mouthing off about the Eagles too.
1: Is he on like the media stuff? He does media now. Oh, uh, what's a Tannebaum?
3: No, not Tannebaum. Um Fry. I can't think of his name. Help well, us it was, out stream. That's what I'm saying. They usually come up with it. But um he, he said that, and it made a lot of sense to me that the reason why the Eagles had success was not because of um how they were coached. Lombardi. That's I thought it was him. No. Lombardi. Lombardi. Mike Lombardi? Mike Lombardi. Michael Lombardi broke it down to him. He said, thank you, fate. Appreciate you. Thank you. Lombardi made sure that we understood this. The reason why it was so easy to, to, to fire Doug, because they were going to go out and find their own Doug. Who else was looking for Doug to be a head coach? Nobody, but they felt as though if they brought Doug in and they got a reference from big red, you know, Andy Reed and from, um, you know, um, um, former quarterback um, here, uh, does all the TV stuff. Um, Oh, my goodness. This damn CTE,
1: man. Either that or smoking too much dope. (laughs) 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 Nothing wrong with that. I'm all good. (laughs) You know, pain uh, management. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) And how they did it was, you know, they kind of influenced him and put him in position because everybody thought Doug was a dope. Doug wasn't a dope. Doug was just in a position when he first got there that he wasn't a guy that had to be in front of the media. So he wasn't worried about it. And he had to learn how to be a guy that was fluent in media. He had to be a guy that was fluent in, in being a head coach. And they thought that they molded him into the coach they wanted him to be. And that's why they had the success. They had and won a Super Bowl.
1: And that's why Doug, Doug hated him. them because you know why all that no shit he said yep. has nothing to do with being a coach. Exactly, you know, getting in front of the media. Um, yeah, Belichick is—he's spectacular in front of the media. Okay, hey, hey, Barrett, here, here, here's a Belichick coach. What'd you think of uh, the, the game today? Well, we we played, we played hard. Uh, we need to coach better. We need to play better, and they made more plays than we did. Yeah, we, yeah, I know. What'd you think of the game? I just told you. <laughs> I mean, that's a Belichick press conference. Here's yep. Doug Peterson's press conference with with Philly people that I actually, there's a part of me that kind of likes the a holeness to it. Hey, you only won 17 14 against Atlanta. What the hell's going on here? You scored 17 points and you didn't put 24 up or you didn't put a 30 spot on them? You didn't put a 30 piece on that Atlanta team. We won the game. Right. I don't it. care. And that's kind of what I get a little bit with this, okay? Well, that's what exactly what it is. So, you know,
3: because Doug, and they got, like I said, they got the affirmation from 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 Andy Reed and Ron Jaworski. It 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 took so they took it to another and said, All right, then, so you get these he used to have to have a meeting on Tuesday <laughs> with what? The, the owner and the GM, Howie Rose, what to go over the plan. For the rest of the week. No way. To download why they did something. Like they beat, they beat, they had beat Green Bay. And they ran the ball against Green Bay. And that's how they beat him. And he was actually talked down upon. Doug was talked down upon because he didn't pass the ball. Why did they run the ball so much? They just won the game. How did this Andy is... deal with that environment? No, no, this is Doug. Doug. Oh, okay. This is Doug.
1: I'm saying, how did Andy deal? No, Andy was the guy. Andy okay. was the guy. Andy was like, oh, they're the never going to at... have another one of those guys again. Then. Right, right, right,
3: right. So after that is, you know, they haven't really given an an opportunity after that to be anything less than uh, anything more than what Doug was. And they felt as though Doug was just a puppet they put in place. So I can't wait to see what Doug does down at Jacksonville. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's down there trying to, show everybody. No, it was not. I was not just a puppet. It was my offense. It was my, my coaching staff that won those games. And there lies, you know, why he's going to work his ass off to try to become the best coach he can be down there. Just no, I, say, lo- I, I love the
5: so.
1: resume of Howie Roseman. He fires a a Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning coach in Andy Reid, and he also fires a, um, a Super Bowl winning coach in Doug Peterson. It's quite a resume, don't you think? His last right. two- <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would have to say that, you know, two of his last three head coaches that have been in um, Philadelphia, one of them's going to the Hall of Fame and the other guy's got a Super Bowl ring. That's quite a resume, don't you think?
3: <laughs> exactly. Quite a resume. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean
3: pride <laughs> resume. Hey, I mean, but I got
1: on, I I I got Sirianni right. Well, you did in the first year. Coaches are gauged by every year that they're in the league, not by what you did in the rearview mirror. Hell, they were talking shit on Kyle Shanahan. If he wasn't going to start winning some ball games this year, that's why he dropped that stuff with Trey Lance. And he went with old Jimmy G. Yep. Yep. I'd like to have Jimmy G in Philly. Well, Jimmy
3: G in Philly would just be a winner. And sometimes that's all you need is a winner. You imagine a Paisan like that
1: in South Philly. All oh, right. He'd, he'd be loved. Dude, he <laughs> they, they would go nuts with Garoppolo in Philly. And they will love him,
3: dog, because he goes out and does the the easy way, the hard way. You know what I'm saying? He'll go out there and just work for it. You know what I mean? That's all. You know, just am work
1: am for I it. am I am, am I being you know because he's a paizan? Absolutely. Uh, there's a <laughs> lot to do that. Okay, he's 36 and 16 and five and two in the postseason. But everyone in Philly hates him like they hated the idea of Deshaun Watson. Think about that for a minute. You hate 36 and 16 and oh and 5-2 in the postseason, and you hate Deshaun, half the fan base. Yep. <laughs> you know, those are people you can't reason with.
3: Well, I mean, you, you can't change somebody's mind if they don't want to be changed anyways. And that's what it is. Here in Philly, they're going to make their own analysis. They're going to make their own uh, – they're going to process the information the way they want to process it. You know, they're going to watch film. They're going to make sure they're, they're very upfront about them watching film about it also. They're going to let you know that. Oh, I, I, that's not what I saw in the film. That's not what I saw on tape. <laughs> I've had people tell me that. That's not what I saw on tape.
1: Well, hey, Where did hey, you see that I'm at? Sure I'm going <laughs> to hear crap. Was I angry today? No. Uh-uh. Okay, good.
3: Now you, you, you did start it off kind of exciting.
1: Okay. I don't I mean, want that That's what you wanted. Well, I wanted people to understand that I think it was really a missed opportunity, man. I mean, that... Cleveland, you know what? I got to hand it to Cleveland. Even John McClain said that. You got to hand it to him. They said, how do I get that kid here? It ain't going to just be on draft choice. Dude, in my opinion, he was headed to Atlanta. And on the 23rd hour, the Browns changed the game and said, listen, we've got to make a decision here. What is going to have him drop that no trade and what's going to make him want to play here is going to be this, show me the money. Jerry Maguire says, show me the money. As You know why, right? It was appropriate back then, and it's appropriate in 2022. They showed him the money, and he's now with Brown because of that.
3: And you know why that is, right? You look at that division. The Bengals have their quarterback. The Ravens have their quarterback. In order to compete, they've got to get a quarterback. And they saw that Baker Mayfield was not the guy.
1: But he ain't beating Joe Burrow. No. He ain't beating Lamar Jackson.
3: <laughs> no. So they had to go out there and make that type of move in order to compete in that division. He's the best quarterback in that division now. We'll see. We'll see. You know, Joe Burrow's made a definitely stink of that you know he, he you know he, he no, place no, he's he got
1: he's, he's got the got juice. championship ring
3: yeah i mean he's he got the juice now you know but we'll see you know i mean proven products you know or something you know you're not everybody's all like, oh, he didn't play last year and it's not like riding a bike but best believe best believe well watson's gonna make sure that he's well, gonna be ready
1: this is what me and Barrett, we'll, we'll be breaking down the third and fourth and fifth rounders tomorrow and <laughs> maybe guys that, you know, that will come out of Helen. This one person out of Helen Keller University. You got to keep an eye on this person. You know, I didn't see him very well because, you know, he went to Helen Keller. So, I mean, you, this, 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 this he's a sleeper here. And this other one out of Eagle Creek University, really a fine ball player me. Barrett told me that you know he saw him when he was playing against the Bison, and so that he was really a good football player. And we'll be breaking down the third and fourth, fifth rounders, and you know all with great upside. That's the, that's the. It. So we're talking about Howie. Yes. I'm, if I'm breaking down free agents and draft, I'm talking about Howie. I don't want to talk about Howie anymore. I want to talk about the team. I want to talk about the players on the team. You
3: can't do that. I man. gave him
1: love for the Fletcher deal. Okay,
3: you can't. You can't do that, man. You gotta. He's gonna make sure you talk about Howie. Howie's gonna, gonna make I, sure you talk about. You're right, you're you're about right Howie.
1: Barrett. I, I, you know, tomorrow, Barrett's gonna have more therapy for me, and he'll have his <laughs> pen going. Sales, did you understand a little bit yesterday? Now, what you know we call. How, Howie Schizophrenia. Do you know what that is? Howie Schizophrenia? Uh, uh, yes, I'm starting to understand. Well, Howie Schizophrenia is, you know, it's a complex, you know, behavioral thing that you develop once you're an Eagle fan. You know, if you you get Howie Schizophrenia after watching the team wallow in mediocrity for years. And then they have one amazing moment and was trying to re. I, I get it, you know. Howie Schizophrenia, it, 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 I understand it now. I think I'm developing it. By the way, I had two Mai Tais yesterday. <laughs> you know, I like fruity drinks.
3: Fruity drinks. My yeah. thing is stateside vodka.
1: <laughs> oh, did, they, did did you ever end up getting it? No. <laughs> no. You don't have a hook you up. <laughs> right, right, right. But then,
3: but you know you know what I did get? I was able to drink as much as I wanted to at the um at the awards. Unbelievable. I know
1: unbelievable. I heard it was spectacular, the maximum. Oh, By the it was way,
3: unbelievable.
1: How many, how many, how many? I'm just gonna use cranberry vodkas can you drink at one t- like like in a night without getting hammered?
3: Um, I can give you five strong. <laughs> five strong, you know. And if and and if it, four doubles. Five to six strong ones, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah, I'll be good. I was definitely good.
1: Oh, I love, I love me some, some cranberry vodka. But I had this mai tai yesterday, and I had a, I had a drive and such, right? And I was like, this. Nah, I better only have one. And <laughs> they, how about this one? And I go, all right, I'll do two. I, I,
3: I, I, I was sit back, man, and just enjoying the show, bro.
1: Xander says you are feeling good, dude.
3: I was feeling amazing, amazing. So I, that's all I was drinking, man. My, my um,
1: I was my, the grub.
3: My, it was good, too, man. It was good, too. I had It, it was surf and turf. Half oh. lobster, but it was only half a lobster tail and uh, um, filet mignon. And what I did was
1: I told them they had to bring me another plate. Oh, I would have too. <laughs> he brought me on the plate. I would I would have went like this. Do I look like a half a sandwich kind of guy? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, hey, do I look like a half a lobster tail guy to you? Okay, uh, I just said this. this uh, uh, you better bring me another piece of steak, please. And another lobster tail. And by the way, you see any other lobster tails on plates? You just hook you hook big sills up over here. I ain't a half a sandwich kind of guy. <laughs> oh, oh, so when they
3: gave me the second one, right? I told him, hold on one second. And I scraped it, scraped it off and put it on one plate and gave him the plate back. <laughs> I didn't put it underneath. I gave it back to him. I'm like, yo, you can take this.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, they come and get your plate. It's four deep. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I ate Great the wife's stuff, cake. Look, hey I, man, I ate her cake, too. <laughs> hey, What kind of dessert?
3: Oh, man, chocolate cake, man. It was delicious, bro.
1: Delicious. How many of them you have? I ate mine and my wife's. <laughs> man, I love you, man. Man, I love you, man. Uh, a plates, couple plates and a couple desserts. Yes, half sir. a sandwich guy. Big Sills is not, <laughs> Barrett, or not half a sandwich. That's the name of our show from now on. The half a sandwich. Right. <laughs> Barrett, I'll see you tomorrow, brother. Thank you yes, so sir. much. Hey, don't forget afternoon show. G Cobb will be with us and we'll go over all this stuff. Four to six Eastern time. Back tomorrow in the middle with my friend Barrett here. Catch you on the flip side.
4: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little.
0: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right. Just by talking with Brian in my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call
4: 215-458-2222.
5: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
7: field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.